This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Leading off the top of the fourth for the Pepperdine Waves, Corey Wills, who scored the fourth of Pepperdine's four runs on a solo shot in the top of the first. It was 4-0 Waves then. It's 8-4 Cougs now. Well, Jordan, one has to pitch with a lead. He's used to doing this, four-run lead. This team is explosive. You've seen that in the first. They can put up four runs just like that, especially with the way the wind's blowing. Keep the ball down and, and get quick outs with ground balls. The 1-0 to Wills. Swing and a foul back, 1-1. One one. A win to center and right center here in the early part of this game. It was supposed to be slowing down as this game, as the, as the night got a little bit later. The wind but, velocity? Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be down about 8 to 7 to 6 miles an hour, but right now it still seems 15 miles an hour at least. You really know, never know what the weather here in Provo. It just never can quite make up its mind. Strike thrown by Wood, 1 and 2 to the leadoff hitter here in the 4th. The righty fires. Swung on and popped to 3rd base. And Casey Jacobson handles cleanly. One done here in the fourth. That's a great start there for Wood. Get the guy who had a solo shot in the first, get a quick out. When you have a lead, getting the leadoff hitter is crucial. It's crucial because it just can shut down a big inning. And Jordan Wood has settled in nicely right after the first. It's high for ball one as Brent Belk, I beg your pardon, uh, Aaron Ron Modlin is at the plate. Modlin, Cade in his first time up. 2-0 now from Jordan Wood. Modlin starting third baseman for Pepperdine. Laces it up the middle and into center field for a single. Yeah, good swing right there. Fastball away, hit it right back up the middle. Most guys like to pull that pitch to the shortstop, but he stayed right through it. We'll bring Justin Lutz to the plate, Pepperdine first baseman. Lutz is an interesting story coming in here with only, he had nine at-bats coming into this, yeah. this weekend. He now has ten. He hit a deep fly ball to center his first time up. But I saw him in batting practice. He was hitting it off the top of the trees in right center a ton. So he's got power. Sent McIntyre to the warning track in the second. That swung on and fouled back into the screen left. Yeah, and you can see that swing. It's a 100% wants to lift the ball and pull it in the air. Now, well, hit, now hitting an even 100 on the year, right? One for 10 in limited looks this year. Does have a double with a couple RBIs. You really want to get a little 4-6-3 double play. The 0-1 with one out here in the fourth. Man on first for Pepperdine. Modlin taking his lead. That's a strike by Jordan Wood, 1-1. One and 0-2, one. Yeah. Oh beg your pardon. 0-2 oh from Jordan. Yeah, good slider right there. Lutz uh, pinch-hitting appearance against the Gauchos on Tuesday in Malibu. Went hitless there. And just having one hit on the year, but it was a two-run scoring hit. As Tuck notes. The 0-2 to Justin Lutz with one gone here in the fourth. BYU 8, Pepperdine 4. BYU 8 runs on nine hits. Waves 4 runs on six hits. The sixth hit coming in this inning moments ago from Aron Modlin. That's Aron, don't call me Aaron. <laughs> don't even call me A.A. Ron. It's, it's Aron. It's not A.A. Ron? That's what I would have thought. Yeah. It's the next best alternative. <laughs> Lutz looks at the 0-2. Mm. Some deliberation, and ultimately the call is ball. Yeah, a little bit down. Good pitch, though, running away right there. That's where you want to miss to a guy like this. Because even if he does swing at that, the worst he can do there is just roll it over. So righty on the hill and lefty in the box here with Lutz looking at Jordan Wood. Number 34 faces number 34 here in the top of the fourth. 8-4 to four the score. BYU doubling up the waves. Game one of three. Kick and fire. And that is driven to deep right center. And for the third time today, Pepperdine has left the yard. That's a two-run shot. 
8-4 becomes 8-6. Justin Lutz with his first home run of the season and narrows the BYU lead from 4-2. Yeah, like I talked about, he's got power, yeah. and you can't miss up to him. You have to miss down, and Woody missed up and elevated, and, and Lutz did not miss that ball. You said he was in the trees and beef for the waves. Jordan Woods gone all the way for BYU. Christian Stoutland all the way for Pepperdine high and outside. 3-0 and now with one out here in the top of the fourth. And every scoring number, Tuck, is a crooked one it so is, far. It is. It looks like it's going to be one of those nights. Jordan Wood working quickly, and that's a strike offering on 3-0. and So 3-1 and with one gone here in the fourth to Mitchell Dixon. Dixon with a single his last time at bat in the second. He now hits here in the fourth with the bases clear. But his team drawing nearer at 8-6, eight eight to six, the BYU lead. And that's a walk from, oh, no, they call it high enough. It was just caught the outside corner. It'll go to 3-2. and two. So two quick strikes delivered from Jordan after opening up the 3-0 and o count. The 3-2 that swung on and hopped to the shortstop. Jackson Clough guns to Deming. Deming handles and two gone here in the fourth as Dixon is retired. Nice job being down 3-0 there for Wood to come back and get that ground out. So the clean 6-3 will bring the top of the order back to the plate for Pepperdine. Wyatt Young singled and scored in the first, struck out in the second. Hits now in the fourth with his team down 2-8-6. Two out. Dusk has fallen here at Miller Park in Provo. The game began with sunshine covering almost the entire diamond and now entirely ensconced in darkness. Floodlights illuminate as the waves hit here in the fourth. Top of the fourth. BYU eight and the wave six. One and one now with two gone to Wyatt Young. Young hits here in the fourth. Second baseman for the waves, Young. Twelve multiple hit games this season to lead the Waves coming into tonight. He's got one hit, came in the first, led this game off with a single. Inside, nubs it, off a difficult hop, Deming handles and takes himself to the bag and retires the side here in the top of the fourth. But the Waves do get two on a two-run shot from Justin Lutz, high and deep into the trees. Eight to six, BYU leads the Waves by two, heading to the bottom of four here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Bottom of the fourth, and BYU leads off with the left-handed hitting Mitch McIntyre. Facing the righty who stays in, yes. Christian Stoutland evening continues into the bottom of the fourth. It's been a laborious night for Stoutland. 70 pitches through three-plus. McIntyre. Singleton scored in the third. Grounded out in the first. Looks at a 1-0 delivery. 1-1 one one now to McIntyre. 4-8-6 to six the score. BYU leads it by two in the bottom of the fourth. BYU's biggest inning this season has been the fourth. As McIntyre swings and misses to 1-2. Coming in two tonight, BYU had won the fourth inning, if you will, by a score of 40 to 7. Wow. So Pepperdine's runs scored were just runs eight and nine all year allowed in the fourth inning, but a 40 run fourth is what BYU's put up coming in two tonight. We'll see what they can do in this with this one. And that's laced into right field. Two hopper to the right fielder from Mitch McIntyre. So McIntyre has singled in successive at bats. And, Greg, statistically, the reason why that is is because it's your second time through the order. You've been through one time, you've seen the pitcher, and you put better swings on the second time. But today it happens to be your third time through the order because you don't don't see that very often. So the lefty McIntyre pulls to right field, bringing Keaton Kringlin to the plate. Keaton singled in his last time at bat. Grounded out in the second, singling in the third. Kringlin now righty-righty with McIntyre on first and no one done here. In the bottom of the fourth. Eight to six. BYU leads Pepperdine. Kringlin. A little late on that one as it's fouled off into the screen right. All the Waves runs have scored on home runs. Three run shot, solo shot, and two run shot. 
and, and honestly, I think every single one of them weren't win-aided. They didn't need the wind. Even though there's a little bit of wind up there today, they didn't need it. They were muscled out of here. Yes, they were. The 0-1 to Kringlin. McIntyre takes his lead off first. The throw goes back to first high. And Lutz won't even sweep as Mack got back. And Stoutland reaching for the rosin bag. And as you noted, he's going to do something almost between every pitch. He is. Fluorescent yellow bat waving off the right shoulder of Kringlin as Stoutland gets ready to deliver out of the stretch. The 0-1. Fastball middle and fouled high and out of play. 0-2 to Keaton. Yeah, what a, what a weird color of a bat, right? That's last year's uh, Rawlings Quattro model. It's interesting that they would make something that color. Mm. I guess maybe to see the white ball off the bat better? Yes. I don't know. It's an eye catcher. Keaton one for two with a run scored tonight as the throw again goes back to first. And would you say he was three for what coming in to today? Three for 16, something like that? Keaton coming in two the night was three for his last 16. Now four for his last 18. Looks at an 0-2 here from Stoutland. Let's get that breaking ball. And you got the second baseman playing way up the middle. Huge four hole just slapping yeah. in there for a single. Yeah, that three four hole is inviting. Mm. Good take. Watches it low to go to one and two. That's the pitch he wants you to swing at. That breaking ball down. Good take. McIntyre taking his lead off first. Five for five on a stolen basis this year. Eight to six. BYU leads it bottom of the fourth. Stoughton lowers the chin. Comes homeward and uh, excuse me swing. The catcher handles. Throws to first. Does get Kringlin, but advancing on the play is... McIntyre to second. An accidental swing there. Sent Kringlin down the first baseline. They do retire him. Yes, he does put McIntyre at second. You hit it right. The old excuse me swinging bunt. Good play by the catcher to be able to barehand that and throw him out at first. So advancing on the play is McIntyre to second. On the ground out by Keaton. You got two chances here to try to score a run. You want to answer that two spot. The offense has been so good this year at answering when you give up runs. They've been doing a good job of answering and scoring at least a run back throughout this whole year. Left-handed hitting Hobbs Nyberg. Looks at the righty Stoutland's first pitch offering. It's fouled off. 0-1 with one gone here in the bottom of the fourth. BYU 8 and Pepperdine 6. Hobbs ground out in the second. An RBI single in the third. This is fourth RBI of the season. Hobbs now with one done here in the fourth. Mitch McIntyre. Off of second. Scoring position again for the Cougs. That's off speed high and one and one with one out here in the tie in the bottom of the fourth. BYU's eight runs come on ten hits. Pepperdine's six runs come on seven hits. And all their runs come on home runs. One of each. A one run, a two run, and a three run. I don't want to see a grand slam here tonight. Yeah, I don't either. (laughs) It's the guys in white. That's all right. Well, you can tell that he's not, uh, Stoutland's not comfortable throwing to lefties today. You know, he got Clough. And, and Hobbs their first time, but their last couple times against him, he, he just doesn't have really command of that cutter. He's been hanging it up and giving yep. up hits. And that hang-up is for ball two. Two and one with one out here in the bottom of the fourth. BYU man on second and leading by two. Time called as Hobbs will step out. Jersey number seven, these crisp white unis for BYU. As noted, Pepperdine going with the orange and gray combo tonight. Back at it tomorrow. Another step out from Hobbs and and Stoutland has got those little, we'll call them idiosyncrasies. And yes, he does. Some of them involve delay. He does not have a quick tempo. He works really slow out there. Hobbs will stick back in. Lefty hitter, righty hurler, two and one with one out. That's inside and off and three and one to Nyberg. Again, there's that cutter that he just can't quite command. He leaves it up and in. 
for ball three. If you're Hobbs here, be real selective. The guy on deck's hitting pretty well tonight. The freshman, 5'10", 185. Looking at the lanky Stoutland. Stoutland taken out of the pen. He started his last two appearances. He's already up near 80 pitches here in the fourth inning of this appearance. 8-6, to six, BYU leads it. The delivery is popped up by Nyberg. We'll stay in the infield. Coming Ooh. over toward the mound. That drifted away from Modlin. Yes, it did. Modlin was pretty casual to start off and then had to kind of jog toward the mound and make sure that thing didn't drop. That was going away from him. Yeah, Hobbs, you got to take a better swing there. 3-1. Can't pop up a pitch on 3-1. You got to hammer something. So the pop-up handled by Maudlin with some effort involved. And that's two gone here in the bottom of the fourth. So BYU's big money inning is yet to pay off for the Cougs so far here tonight. You've got to push one across after scoring four in each of the second and third innings. I doubt he comes with that cutter again to Casey. He's, Casey. Seen, it, he's seen it twice in two yeah. home runs. Casey's gone yard in the second and the third. Solo shot in the second, three-run blast in the third. So Casey truly having a career night as he looks at strike one. Career highs and runs and RBIs and certainly home runs. He had one home run for his career and two here in this game. Again, Casey had uh, been looking for some success at the plate with not a lot to show for it lately, but he's made up for it. Two big swings early in this one. Eight to six, Cougs lead. And swung on and fouled behind Mike Littlewood down the third baseline. Yeah, and he got, a, he got a backed up cutter right there that he just fouled down the line. That was a pitch that uh, he hit out in the, in the second inning. Now so here's, here's Stoutland in the, uh, in the mid-80s on the pitch count. You just battle here. Hit the ball the other way. Get yourself an RBI. Two-out RBI here. Jacobson looking at the 0-2 with two out in the bottom of the fourth. McIntyre at second. Still a good breeze out there. The delivery. Swing and the miss. Catcher will handle off the pebbles and throw to first to check. Jacobson. Give the K to Stoutland. And that is strikeout number four on the night for Stoutland. Retires the side. BYU nothing across. They do lead eight to six after four complete. BYU eight, Pepperdine six, our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Number two hitter Quincy McAfee leads off the fifth inning for the Pepperdine Waves. The visitors trail BYU eight to six. Jordan Wood's gone all the way. He starts the fifth on the hill for BYU. Woody. Kicks and fires, and that one is lifted to left center field and to the warning track and off the wall, collected by Nyberg in a stand-up double for Quincy McAfee. That was driven. Yes, it was. To left center. Attack the fastball, elevated, and that's that's Wood's problem tonight. When he's put up zeros and had good innings, it's because he kept the ball down, but that's a fastball right down the middle, belt high, and they're not missing fastballs tonight. So McAfee, who in the first reached on an outfielder error, this time leaves a no room for error. That was a driven right to the track. He had a strikeout in the second, so 1-4-2. For for McAfee with that double, putting him at second, but none out here in the top of the fifth. Stepping in. Brant Belk was one for two today and has taken his average over 300. Fouls that one down the first baseline. 0-1 to Belk. And Belk belted one in the first three-run shot that gave the Waves a 4-0 lead. BYU certainly answered smartly, going up 8-4. to the Waves have come back with a two-run shot. Make it 8-6. to six. That is our score. Top of five. BYU 8, Pepperdine 6. BYU's eight runs come on ten hits. The Waves' six runs come on eight hits. Jordan Wood, righty delivery to the left-handed hitting Belk. He's a switch hitter going lefty tonight. And again, fouled off to the right side. Well, Belk here is just trying to roll over to the, the four-hole, get a little rollover out and move up the runner to put them in an RBI situation now that he has two strikes. 
Seen five home runs in this game. Those five combined home runs, the most in any BYU game this year. Cougars have two of the five. BYU's team high is three in the series opener against St. Mary's back in late March. Tonight it's three homers for the Waves and two for BYU. The 0-2 to Belk. He's a lanky lad. He really is. High and outside. Ball one, one and two. Has so much leverage because of that length. You just throw those hands out there. If you extend it and get a hold of it, it can go a long way. The redshirt sophomore, 6-3, a buck 70. He's out of Houston, Texas. Really looking for a strikeout right here, if you're Wood. Lifts the bat off his left shoulder. Gives Wood a slight waggle. Swings on it and fouls it directly back. Stays one and two. BYU's lead is two. Seen 14 runs scored through four. We're in the top of the fifth here at Miller Park. Cool night. Breezy night, but dry night, most importantly. Yeah, well, you know what's interesting is you usually don't see too many runs on a cold night like tonight. It's not a great hitter's night, but today's been a different story. Five jacks so far through four. Four plus. Wood to Belk, a 1-2 delivery. Checks the runner at second. Comes homeward, and that's outside for ball two. Noah Hill behind the plate making the calls for Woody. Jordan Wood, a tremendous start to the year on the hill. Again, the numbers coming back a little bit last couple starts, and tonight didn't start great either for Jordan. Settled in a bit. They tagged him for two last inning. We'll see how deep they can get Wood as the man is up in the BYU pen here at the top of the fifth. Now as I think ball three reached out at and swung fouled out of play to the left stays two and two yeah just trying to battle right there that was a slider away that he just barely got a piece of like you said it would have been ball three Reed McLaughlin is up in the Cougar pen Jordan Woods pitch count is at 80 through four and right now, four even as no one's yet retired here in the fifth. The runner at second is Quincy McAfee off a leadoff double. Zero out here in the top five. Brant Belk looking at a 2-2. Wood checks, fires, and again, foul back. It's a battling at bat, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Just driving up that pitch count, and he's just hoping that Jordan will make a mistake over the middle, and he can hammer it. Belk went two for five on Tuesday in that loss to the Gauchos, and among his two hits were a triple. Doesn't have a ton of at-bats this year. He was hurt most of the year. He's only up about 43 at-bat. I think this is the 44th at-bat on the year. Yeah, he came in at 41, and that triple was his first of the season. Again, just 11 games played. 11 starts in 11 games. 2-2 to Belk. Lefty in the box, righty on the hill. High and outside. Full count. Well, you don't want to walk them here because then they put you in a bunt situation where you can bunt the, the tying runs over. You really got to go attack here. And, hey, if he rolls over and gets you an out, hey, at least you get an out. Eight to six. BYU leading Pepperdine here in the top of the fifth. Belk at the plate. McAfee at second. And that's looped into left field. Little drop. They're going to send McAfee home. Run number seven will score, making it a one-run game. Eight to seven. Run scoring single from Brant Belk. Coming around is McAfee. It's a one-run game. Yeah, it's a really good at-bat there by Belk. Got all the way to full count, battled a few pitches off, and was able to get the uh, the nice little single over in left center. And I think uh, Mike Littlewood has uh, seen enough from Jordan Wood tonight. It'll be an 89-pitch night. And with a seven-run scored, Reed McLaughlin will enter. Pitching chains, we'll take a break. BYU 8 and Pepperdine 7, top of the fifth, here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, Jordan Woods' night is done in the top of the fifth as Pepperdine plates its seventh run. BYU still leading, but by a score now of 8-7, to seven, Jordan Wood went four completes got into the fifth but not out of it 89 pitches thrown 58 for strikes he allowed nine hits seven runs five earned no walks did strike out five and does lead with his team in the lead entering is reed mclaughlin mclaughlin making his 15th appearance the 
five foot ten hundred sixty five pound freshman from Scottsdale. This now his fifteenth appearance and only uh, two of his previous appearances he not struck out at least one batter. His last appearance came last Friday at San Diego. Took a no decision. Went three at Fowler Park. Yeah, he's a high leverage strike thrower. Likes the pressure. Really good fastball command. Usually, a little slider. So righty replaces righty on the hill for Mike Littlewood and a right-handed hitter in, in Matthew Canfer. Canfer struck out his last time at bat. Singled in the first and was retired on a double play. So one for two, getting his third at-bat here in the fifth. And his team down 1-8 to 7. Canfer, the first batter to face Reed McLaughlin. McLaughlin's got a fastball in the low 90s. That's a strike for 0-2 to Canfer. Canfer fouled off the first pitch. This a call strike. So 0-2 to Canfer, the first hitter to face Reed McLaughlin. Tonight's attendance just below the season average. BYU averaging 10.53 in 15 dates. Tonight's attendance 9.91. And kudos to all of you on this chilly night here at Miller Park. That's swung on and hopped to Sue. They try and turn two, and they don't get him at first. Clock handled the relay fine. Got it to Deming, but not in time to catch the speedy Canfer down the first baseline. So one is retired here in the fifth. Yeah, and seven BYU leads it. And good start for Reed right there. Come in, get the lead runner, had a chance for a double play ball. He just barely beats it at first. You want to do that again right here and get yourself out of this inning with the lead and get your offense back up. It's been such an impressive freshman this year, Greg, just coming in with ice water in his vein. No, no situation's been too big for this kid. So Canfer reaching on the uh, fielder's choice would-be double play turn that didn't quite catch him at first. Belk retired 4-6, and that could be a true double play, and that will be 6-4-3 on the grounder by Billy Cook, and the Cougars get out of it. So, Wood leaves the mound. McLaughlin comes in. Quick work for Reed. A couple of grounders. An almost double play followed by a double play. And that's 8-7 to seven through 4.5 here at Miller Park. BYU 8, Pepperdine 7, our score here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Bottom of the fifth, BYU 8, Pepperdine 7. Ryan Sue at the plate. And the BYU player with the longest current hit streak is the only Cougar without a hit tonight. Brian Sue on a six-game hit streak, and everyone but Sue has a hit so far this evening. Christian Stoutland stays on the hill and fires two quick strikes past Sue. So the 0-2 to Sue here in the bottom of the fifth, BYU 8, Pepperdine 7. Yeah, coming in, attacking with fastballs. That's the first ball of the at-bat. One and two to Sue as that hit the pebbles in front of Mitchell Dixon. Christian Stoutland approaching 90 pitches on the night. And again, will hit the ground. Sue watches two balls. Two and two the count. A good take there. Get to a good count here, 2-2. BYU 8, Pepperdine 7, bottom five. We're halfway through here at Miller Park. Swung on, driven foul down the third baseline out of play. Stays two and two. And for giving up eight runs, Stoutland's done a really good job to last to get into this fifth inning for the bullpen of the Waves. Sue 0 for 2 with a hit by pitch. Reached on a fielder's choice. Last time at batty. Was out to the second baseman. Swinging a foul back on a 2-2. Two and two. Stays 2-2 two and two to Sue. Brian Sue, BYU's leading hitter by average coming into tonight at 389 before the evening, but 0 for 2 so far tonight. I think he's the only guy in the lineup without a hit. That's it. The other eight have all hit safely, and Brian looking to extend that six-game hit streak as yet to do so, and that's going to send Dixon sliding outside. So three straight balls delivered by Christian Stoutland. 3-2 to Sue. You don't want to walk the leadoff, so he's going to come with a pitch to hit here. Stay aggressive, but in the zone. The right-handed hitting Sue awaits the pitch from the righty Stoutland. And there's the first hit of the night for Brian Sue. Between the 5-6 hole 
And that's seven games with hits for Brian Sue. And now every Cougar starter has a hit tonight, at least one. And that's, and again, a seven-game hit streak now for Sue. One for three on the night. Still hitting in the high 300s. And the leadoff man is on here in the bottom of the fifth. BYU eight, Pepperdine seven. Sue on first. And Noah Hill at the plate. Yeah, good at bat there by Sue. Got down 0-2, took two fastballs, then took a couple of sliders, got it got it back to 2-2, then to 3-2, and then got a little single through the six hole. Stout one facing Noah Hill. Fire back by Stoutland to first base. Lutz handles high as diving back is Sue. Great Cougs are really in need of an answer. Get a run across right here and extend that lead. The Waves are starting to get a little bit more offensive uh, momentum here. Cutting the four-run lead down to one. Sue has tried three steals. Successful on two and again dives back. It's time to sweep by Lutz. I'd like to... I wish you could, like, change the scoring because he was... The replay showed he was safe on the one they got called out. Hmm. But there's no replay in our league, so he's been out. But he was safe. So I count it hmm. in my mind. <laughs> yeah, replay might have come in handy on the weekend at Fowler Park. Right, he delivers for a strike on the outside corner. 0-1 to Noah Hill. I'm Hill hoping, tonight, 1-3 for three with a run scored. I'm hoping a game like... Friday night can really show the conference that yes we do need replay and make it capable for for every team because that was a huge miss miss call that uh, ended the game last Friday night 0-1 to Hill righty righty bunt by Noah lays it down Stoutland handles fires to first advancing on the play is Sue so runner in scoring position one out for Brock Hale yeah, Noah was trying to push that ball to the second baseman and see if he could get a hit out of it, but uh, it just kind of deadened on him and able to get the sack bunt. Now you have your two hottest hitters in Hale and Clough up with a chance to uh, get an RBI. Brock Hale with an RBI in the second. And Clough with uh, two RBIs on his night. He's on deck with Brock settling in with one out here in the bottom of the fifth. BYU 8, Pepperdine 7. And Brian Sue with a leadoff second. And look at that flagpole. The wind has completely stopped. Yeah. It has dropped off entirely, hasn't it? Look at that. As Christian Stoutland approaches 100 pitches here in the fifth. He went 105 in nine innings in his last start, and he'll be around that number in about half that amount of time tonight. That's crazy. It's amazing how one week to another can happen. Stoutland with a runner behind him and Sue at second. And Brock Hale looking at the 1-0. Brock hitting 312 on the year. And that's ripped fair down the third baseline. Rounding third and coming home is Brian Sue into second, standing up with a double and a run scoring double is Brock Hale. Yeah, nice piece of, piece of hitting right there by Brock Allen. You called it. You said rip. That ball was absolutely ripped because the, the third baseman wasn't playing but two steps off the line. So to hit it by him at third, you really have to smoke a ball. Second RBI of the night for Brock Hale. And on a two RBI at night, Jackson Clough steps to the plate as BYU makes it 9-7. to seven. Yeah, and that's a big RBI right there to create a little more, little more separation, cut it to a two-run lead. And now you got Clough a chance to put it up to a three-run lead, if not four, if he can get a hold of one. Interesting where they're playing Clef in right field. The right fielder is like in right center. Okay, I was about to say, you better keep coming because yeah. he likes that right field line. Hmm. But not too far over, no, is he? he really yeah. isn't, no. Interesting. Left-handed hitting Clough facing the righty Stoutland. BYU adds a run here in the fifth, answering the top of the fifth. Score from the Waves. 9-7, to seven, BYU's two-run lead restored as Clough looks at strike one with one out here. In the fifth. Bottom of the fifth, BYU's plated one as Sue has come around to score. The RBI double from Brock Hale, and Brock sits at second. Takes his lead as Clough looks at the 0-1. Clough hitting 372 
And his sluggy percentage up around 600. Swing and a miss by Clough, the 0-2. Stoutland forthcoming. Yeah, slow breaking ball right there. That was the same pitch he struck him out on in his first at-bat. So ahead in the count is Stoutland. Jackson starting it short tonight. Has reached base safely in all 31 games this season. What a run. That is pretty impressive. And that's swung on and fouled down the first baseline. I'm sure it's been done, but to do something that Jackson's done through 31 games is pretty remarkable at the college game. And he's played three different positions this year. So, yeah, the thing about Jackson's season he's having, Greg, that's the disappointing part of the season for me is how great he's been. It looks like we're only going to see Jackson for this year, and he's going to be gone because the, the Major League Scouts love him right now, which is great for him. Return missionary. Yeah. Right, so he'll hit the 21 number, right? This is his year if he yeah. wants to go. He has a six-game hit streak going. That's inside. They're going to appeal to third and no. So it'll go to one and two on Clough. So Clough's hit streak is at six as Sue's goes to seven. And Sue got that hit for seven earlier in this inning. Came around to score to make it nine to seven. BYU's up on the waves by two here in the bottom of the fifth. One and two to Clough with one out, and Brock Hale at second. As the pitch count has surpassed 100 for Christian Stoutland. So he'll have gone 100-plus in back-to-back games. But one was a complete game, and one is about halfway done. So that's in the dirt, or the pebbles, if you will, for a two-and-two two count to Clough. He can still call it the dirt. It's still dirt to me. <laughs> Tough habit to break. It really is. Centuries of tradition. Yeah, it really is. But the pebbles are huge for us because this this field is absolutely gorgeous. And we wouldn't be playing today if it wasn't for this field because it's much moisture we've got the the last two days. What it's taken this week. Yeah. Jackson Clough waves the bat beneath his waist, pulls it to his shoulder, and awaits the 2-2 offering from Stoutland, who checks the runner at second, comes homeward. And that's ripped to center field. We'll hop in front of the center fielder. Hale held up a little bit. Now picks up speed around third and will score. BYU's 10th run. The magic number of 10 is reached as BYU's 10-0 this year when scoring 10 or more runs. And that they have now just done as Brock Hale comes around on the single from Clough. Another RBI for Jax. That's number three on the night for him. Hale scores in 10-7 as BYU takes the lead to three here in the bottom of five. That's a great at-bat by Jackson to get down 0-2 and then come back. Hit it to 2-2 and then hit a line drive single up the middle. Brock had a really good read there because that's a tough play. You don't know if the center fielder is going to come, come in and make that. Usually he'd only move up to third, but great read there to score, and, and I think that's his 40th RBI. Jackson Clough came in two tonight at 37. Two in the second, one in the fourth. That's an even 40. Continues to be BYU's team leader in runs batted in. We're going to see a pitching change for the visitors, the Pepperdine Waves. As BYU makes it 10-7 to in the fifth, pitching change forthcoming. Christian Stoutland's night is done as BYU puts a 10 spot on the table. Cougs 10, Wave 7, and our night continues here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Pitching change here at Miller Park as Pepperdine ends the night of Christian Stoutland. More accurately, the Cougars ended Stoutland's night. Ten runs, 13 hits for the Cougs against Stoutland. And they send them to the dugout in the top of the fifth. Stoutland ends up going 4.1, allows 13 hits, 10 runs all earned. Watt three, struck out four. Entering for the Waves, Benjamin Slattery. Slattery's second outing in three days. He did pitch one and two-thirds against UCSB on Tuesday. This is his eighth relief appearance. His ERA is north of six. As Austin Deming strides in, it'll be the right-handed hitting Deming, the right-handed thrower, Slattery. BYU with one out here in the bottom of the fifth, leads it 10-7. to seven. Swing and miss by Deming. Deming has struck out in each of his last two at-bats, and he... Yeah, he didn't look good on that fastball. Blew it right by him. He didn't see that well. And this is one of those games, Greg, where you just got to keep adding on. This isn't enough. You just see, I mean, there's 17 runs scored between both teams. You just got to keep the pedal to the metal here. 
And that's reached on and dropped into right field by Deming. Deming's going to pull into second. And coming around third to score is Jackson Clough. So Clough's going to come all the way around on the run scoring double by Austin Deming. Deming with his second hit of the night. A single in the first, a double now in the fifth. And BYU adds to its lead 11-7. to And that was a perfectly executed hit and run right there. Clough took off. Deming hits it down the right field line, hits in the spot where, because he hit it down the line, Clough was able to score from first, and he gets a double out of it. Nice piece of hitting there by Austin Deming. So the first hitter to greet new pitcher Benjamin Slattery makes it 11-7. A three-run fifth so far for BYU as Mitch McIntyre comes into the batter's box. McIntyre with hits in his last two at-bats, two for three tonight. A first inning ground out and then singles in the third and the fourth. Bats now in the fifth. BYU 11, Pepperdine 7. That's low for ball one from Slattery. Slattery, a redshirt junior from Geneva, Illinois. He's come a long way out to Malibu. 6-1-200 is Slattery. And again, making his eighth appearance. More than a strikeout per inning for Slattery. Lefty hitter, righty hurler. That's a little inside, but catching the inside corner for strike one. One and one with one gone here in the fifth with Mitch McIntyre at the plate. Yeah, that's a tough pitch to hit right there. You said it, that was a little inside. I thought it would be a ball, too, but uh, Billy Hayes is a good umpire, and he uh, he said, nope, I'm going to call that one. So McIntyre awaits the 1-1. One, one. Called a balk. Yeah, that's another Bach. Yep. That's second Bach against the Waves. One against Stoutland and now one against Slattery. And so moving up to third is Deming. So yeah, not anything, anything in the air here will uh, give BYU a 12th run. Yeah, this is a fun time to hit if you're McIntyre. Infield playing in. It's just, hey, hit a ball hard, and your percentages are so high to get a hit out of it and at least get yourself an RBI. Three for five on Saturday. Two for three so far tonight for McIntyre. Seeing it well. Of late. 11 to 7, Kooks. And there is that ball in the air. Is it deep enough? Center fielder makes the catch on the Y logo, tagging and scoring will be Austin Deming. There it is. Run number 12. And that's a really good at bat by McIntyre. Yeah, you want to get a hit out of it, but the job is, is to get the RBI, find a way to score the run, and he did that. So Deming around to score, and BYU has its third four run inning. And 12 to 7 is the score. BYU saw this lead go down to 1 at 8 to 7, back up to 5 at 12 to 7. BYU scores 4 in the second, 4 in the third, 4 in the fifth, and we're still going now. Two gone on the fly out to McIntyre, but a run scoring fly out to center field. That Bach was, uh, well, that cost was him a huge. run. Yeah, it did. It absolutely cost him a run. Keaton Kringlin now at the plate here in the fifth. Keatlin, 1 for 3. A couple of ground outs, a single and a run scored in the third. BYU's DH tonight, Keaton Kringlin. His average right on the number, 250 this season. Mm. Tantalizing, but bat stays on the shoulder and the strike is called. 0-2 now to Keaton with two gone here in the bottom of the fifth. Yeah, it's way below Keaton's career average. He's an over 300 guy. His first two years as a Coug was special. He had close to 90 RBIs his first two years, which is unbelievable. You know, had a little bit of a rough year last year, but still hit over 300. But uh, just hasn't quite hit his groove yet this year. One-time West Coast Conference Freshman of the Year. It was all WCC second team as both a freshman and a sophomore. Well, he was also a freshman All-American, if I recall. He was a Louisville Slugger freshman All-American by yeah. Collegiate Baseball Magazine that first year. He's now a senior out of Cedar City, Utah. Keaton Kringlin looking at a 1-2 with two gone here in the bottom of the fifth. Benjamin Slattery has come in in relief of Christian Stoutland. Stoutland went to 100-plus pitches and got lit up a little bit tonight. Swing and a miss by Keaton. First strikeout of the night for Kringlin, and the first strikeout for the reliever Slattery. The inning is ended, but BYU puts four on the board for the third time tonight. Another four-run inning for BYU. Three times four is 12, and the Cougs lead at 12-7. to You're on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. We head to the top of the sixth. BYU leading it by five, 12-7. 
Corey Wills will lead off the inning, starting center fielder for the Waves. Reed McLaughlin seeing his second inning of work. His last inning was quick work as a couple of ground balls got him out of a relief appearance for Jordan Wood. His first inning of relief work, that is, for Reed McLaughlin. And this is a big inning for Reed. You really need to put up a zero after you just put up that four spot. If Swung you, on and fouled quickly to 0-2 on Wills. If you can put up a zero right here, it can really deflate that offense. If they can come back and put up some more runs here, they start to get some more momentum and think that they can stay around in this game. Wills one for two with a solo home run on the first inning to make it 4 nothing, And BYU has outscored Pepperdine 12-3 since. It's 12-7 Cougs here in the top of the sixth. McLaughlin fires a tantalizing offering at Wills, who lays off for one and two. I like that word, tantalizing. I like it a lot. I'm glad that you understand the English language much better than I do. Yeah, but you knew exactly what that felt like. That kind oh, of yeah. Pitch, right? you oh, kind of, yeah. 100%. I love it. I love it. Righty-lefty here. That's it. Oh, a punch out inside on Corey Wills. So first strikeout for McLaughlin as Wills is caught looking. A backwards K for Wills. First strikeout for Reed and one gone here in the sixth. So each team has scored in three innings tonight. And, uh, Tuck, you talk a lot about making sure those innings are, are crooked number innings, and that's what we see a lot of right now. We see a four-run inning for Pepperdine, a two-run inning for Pepperdine, and three four-run innings for BYU. There's just one straight number up there, the uh, single run in the fifth for the Waves. Yeah, just one of those offensive nights that uh, I guess you love to be a hitter, right? You add them all up, you get 19 runs so far. Twelve of them scored by BYU, a swing and a miss by Aron Modlin. Modlin, the right-handed hitter. McLaughlin throws righty. And one out here in the sixth. 0-1 to Modlin. Modlin one for two with the strikeout. Swung on and fouled. Out of play. And it's so interesting. Coach Valenzuela from uh, St. Mary's two weeks ago when we were here at home and we swept him, he came up to Coach Littlewood after the series because they saw Reed McLaughlin twice, and he said, our hitters came back and said, wow, it's impossible to see this kid. The way he throws, it just jumps at him, and that 90-mile-an-hour fastball looks like it's 100. This kid is a really good pitcher. The 0-2, and that's strikeout number two, a swinging strikeout for Maudlin. So Will's looking a moment ago, and Maudlin's swinging moments later. And back-to-back K's for Reed McLaughlin here in the top of the six. Too quickly done for the Waves. Yeah, elevated the fastball there, and he just couldn't catch up to it. But a big, big at-bat right here because you've got uh, Lutz to hit the home run his last time up. You don't want to give them any hope here. Bit of a groove now for Reed. Yeah, well, that's what First he is. First pitch strike. He's a guy that just, he's hes so good inside and outside with his fastball. He just commands that fastball, and it really just jumps on you. His single game high for strikeouts is five. He's got two here in his second inning of work. And that's 0-2. I mean, we're sitting, right, we're sitting right behind home plate, and that those pitchers are just absolutely painted. Of McLaughlin's 13 pitches, 12 have been strikes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what you want. And they're good located strikes. They're not just down the middle. They're painted on the corner. This one a little more outside, one and two. Well, two gone here in the sixth. And you can't blame him for right. that because yeah. that's where it's called. It's called to run that away and see if you can get a swing and miss. And now here on three and on, on two and one, uh, sorry, one and two, you can go for your strikeout pitch. Lutz, one for two with a deep shot, two-run blast. And his last time at the plate, that'll be a grounded foul down the first baseline. Stays one and two. Two gone here in the sixth. And BYU's lead five, 12 to seven. As noted by BYU's fine baseball media relations director, Jordan Christiansen, earlier, when BYU gets to 10, you can almost close the refrigerator door because they're 10-0 and 0 at 10-plus, and they're at 12-7 right now, the lead here in the sixth. I'm glad he's here because I didn't know that stat, <laughs> and I know a lot of them. That's high and inside. 0-2 oh goes to 2-2. Two and two. Between you and him and what you're throwing out on Twitter, you guys <laughs> are throwing me a little whirlwind here. i got to do a little bit of research. And, I, and I'll drop this one on you. We're in the sixth inning. If BYU keeps the lead here through one more out... They're perfect then, too. 16-0 when leading after six. And they have the lead in the sixth, and there it is. Strikes out the side. Does Reed McLaughlin. Swinging strike from Lutz. 
That's a so great a pitch. backwards K and then two swinging strikeouts for Reed. One, two, three in the sixth, and BYU has that magic lead after six. It's twelve to seven through si- through five and a half. We go to the bottom of six. BYU batting next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Bottom of the sixth, leading off for BYU, Hobbs Nyberg. BYU with a 12-7 lead. Number seven, Nyberg, hitting in the eighth spot, leading off the sixth. First pitch of ball from Benjamin Slattery in relief of Christian Stoutland, who went four and a third tonight, got touched to the tune of 13 hits. Ten runs all earned. BYU's added two more for a 12-7 lead. Well, and that is roped down the right field line. Falls fair. Rounding first is Nyberg. Standing at second. Double for Nyberg to lead off the sixth. BYU 15th hit of the night as Nyberg just drills it down the right field line. His second hit of the night. A single in the third. A double now here in the sixth. And BYU's in business early in the sixth inning. The leadoff double from Hobbs. Yeah, and that ball was hit really well, like you said. Right fielder was playing, shaded towards the line, and it was hit so hard, one bounce the wall down the line about three or four feet fair. Good piece of hitting there by Hobbs. Casey Jacobson. Back-to-back jacks for him in the second and third. Solo shot and three-run jack. Struck out his next time at bat. Now facing his fourth plate appearance. BYU's lead five, 12 to 12-7 here in the bottom of the sixth. 12 runs on 15 hits. Pepperdine, seven runs on nine hits. A bunt look as that ball gets away from Dixon. That pitch was high, and Strip will call that wilder pass. How would you see it? Yeah, it was a wild pitch, definitely a wild pitch. Threw it over his head. Catcher had no chance. So Benjamin Slattery has his first wild pitch of the season on that throw. And advancing to third on the errant missile is Nyberg. So Nyberg 90 away with none out here in the sixth. Well, again, another good spot to hit if you're Casey, right? Infield's playing in. No outs. All you need to do here is hit a ball hard and uh, get yourself another RBI. Slattery fires home and inside. He's set up on the third base side of the rubber. Very, yeah, like as far as you can go on the rubber. And he leans that way, too, with his front foot. So he set up that way and then came inside as well. So 2-0 now to Casey Jacobson. Jacobson's career night. He's now in the sixth inning. And that's laced 5-6 hole run scoring single for Casey. Coming in to score is Nyberg. Casey Jacobson, two home runs and an RBI single now. Five RBI night for Casey and BYU's lead to six at 13-7. Yeah, I mean, you have a career day in the nine hole in a huge game. And I'm going to tell you right now, he's the player of the game. No matter what happens here at the end of the game, someone else could hit two more home runs. He's still the player of the game because his home run in the second inning, it brought confidence to the team. When the nine hole did that, then they were able to come back and answer that four spot. It was fantastic. And that was the first run of the night. It was, You're down 4 nothing. Casey, who's been struggling at the plate, Jack's won, and it's been all BYU since, really. Brian Sue gets out in front of that and swings and misses. And, and it's interesting. You know, we talked earlier, and actually this week in practice, that we're in our 31st game, and we've yet to put out a consistent lineup, right? It's been a revolving door at certain positions, and and maybe tonight can be a night that can really springboard Casey to get in multiple starts at third, which would be really good for this team because he's really good defensively. Casey leads off first. Two balls followed by that swinging strike by Sue. Two and one to Sue. And that's inside for three and one. So Jacobson takes the lead off first, and Jay and Sue looking now at a three and one from Slattery. See, I thought I thought too that something got past us early in that at bat, but the uh, scoreboard went to three and one. Yeah, but he just, he just came back and did this. Yeah, so I, like one and one. I don't know how I missed two pitches, but the scoreboard went yeah. there. We go. They're going to reset yeah, that. Yeah, that was yeah. that was odd. I call a swinging strike on Sue, and the yeah. scoreboard showed two and one. What did I miss? I missed nothing, apparently. Well, our scoreboard operator here usually does a really good job, but sometimes, you know. I was forced to confront my own reality there. I was like, (laughs) how how did that happen? How did I miss two pitches? I'm usually fairly observant. Hey, we'll give him a break one time. It's okay. We'll give him a pass on this one. Now it's a two-and-one to Sue. Wow, that's I feel better about that. Man, just time and space just kind of warped in front of my eyes there for a second. All right, now it's two-and-one to Sue. 
when you think you're looking at 0 and 1, and then yeah. it's just 2 and 1, you're yeah. it throws you off. You're forced to really confront a lot of truths about your life. 13 to 7, BYU leads it, and that's 2 and 2. Called strike on the inside corner. So Sue looking at a 2 and 2 with Jacobson at first, and BYU leading it by six. Look at the nights, well, nights, days as well. You had Saturday seeing a nine RBI out outing from Clough. On the same day, Deming has five RBIs. A game later, Jacobson now on a five RBI night. Yeah, the offense, the last two games, really has gotten going. If, if, if this is the sign of things to come, this could be a really special second half here. The 2-2. That's ball three. So full count with Jacobson at first. This is where I know my wife is listening at home, Greg, and she's like, save the runs. She's all about save them, save them. And I'm like, you can't save them. You score them when you can. She's always had this theory about, you, you know, you score 10-plus runs in one game, you're going to score one the next. So save some runs. We always joke about that. Every Cougar starter has at least one hit. The last of them to get a hit was Brian Sue, who got that hit in the fourth and extend, or in the fifth, extending his hit streak to seven games. That's a number to the third baseman. We'll look past second, throw to first. Casey will advance to second on the play. One out here in the sixth as Sue is retired. 6-3. And BYU leads at 13-7, bottom six. So, again, BYU is assured of leading through six. And as noted last inning, BYU is perfect on the year. 16-0 when they lead through six. First baseman had to do something simple like step on the base there when he took that throw from third base. He wasn't on the base when he took the throw and yeah. just tapped it to make sure he got the runner. That was interesting. That's that you just threw out there, 16-0 and 0 after leading in six. You know what that tells you? That tells you you have a really good back-end bullpen, that your back-end bullpen is finding a way to just the game is over when you have a lead late in the game. And that's really been the difference this year. So Noah Hill steps in and swings at that first pitch offering from Benjamin Slattery. Slattery in relief of Stoutland. The 0-1 with one out here in the bottom of the sixth. BYU's put one across here in the bottom of the sixth to make it 13-7. And BYU trailed this game 4-0 before they took a swing, and they've scored 13 of the next 16 runs. 13-3 since that 4-zip. Top of the first for Pepperdine. Fouled back by Hill to 0-2. Tony LaRusso once said, the best two ways to win are to play real well early or real well late. And BYU tends to do a bit of both this year. What is the other stat you said if they score first? What what was it? 10-1 or something like that? BYU in scoring first this year is 13-1. and They didn't score first tonight. They came back well after going down 4 nothing. But through three innings, it was already 8-4, to so they did recover to play well early, and it's a strikeout for Noah Hill for yeah. BYU's second out of the sixth. Yeah, he chased a fastball out of the zone. Would have been a ball. So Nyberg doubled and scored on the Jacobson single. Jacobson advanced on the ground out by Sue. Hill strikes out. Two gone here in the bottom of the sixth. Brock Hale now steps to the plate. Two for two with two walks on the day and two RBIs. One of his two hits a double. Keeping in the theme of twos. He's hitting 319 on the year. And his slugging percentage is up near 600. It's like Jackson Clough. 593 for Brock Hale. Man, I'm gonna miss this. I'm gonna miss him when he's gone. That this kid is just a pure professional hitter. He has been so fun to be around the last few years that I've been part of this program. The 0-1 to Hale. Ball one. Two gone here in the sixth. Brock Hale, the senior out of Mesa. Sitting at 28 career home runs. 28, huh? Yeah. Seven of them coming this year. And four of them came in one week. Yes, they did. That's a big week for us. And that's a looper that's going to drop in front of the shortstop. Has to hustle to get it over and will not get Hale in time. Advancing on the play to third to set up first and third for BYU with two gone as Jacobson. So... 
That thing was uh, a little slow in reaching the shortstop, but really to charge hard to get it to first. And doing all he could to get it there in time was McAfee, but not in time to catch Hale. So runners on the corners with two gone here in the bottom of the sixth, and BYU already up by a score of 13-7. to seven. A little off the fish there, but got the job done to advance the runner and put himself at first, so another hit for Hale. So three for three with two walks for Brock. And BYU's tied at season high with 17 hits in this game. We still have some time to play. As stepping in is Jackson Clough. And Clough, two for three with three RBIs tonight. Clough hitting here in the sixth with men on the corners. 1-0 from Slattery. That's ripped foul. And ooh, now off, off the light pole, too. Off the pole, direct hit off the pole, rebounds back into the infield. In cricket, Greg, that'd be a fair ball. <laughs> keep playing. Just dinged it off the light standard there. Yes, he outside did. the uh, third base line. Just on this side of the BYU bullpen. 1-1. One to Clough here in the sixth. Bottom of the sixth. BYU's up 13 to 7. Slattery fires high. 2 and 1. Hale at first. Jacobson at third. Jacobson, solo shot, three run home run, RBI single. So three hits tonight after only two in his previous 20 at bats. It's baseball, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> it's a percentage game, right? Lefty hitter Clough swings through the offering from the righty hurler. Slattery, 2-2 two and two with two gone here in the bottom of the sixth. So BYU 16-0 when leading after six. 17-0 when leading after seven. And yes, 18-0 when leading after eight. The numbers keep getting better and better. I bet they, bet they get really good when leading after nine. <laughs> that would be 22-0. 13-7 Cougs here in the bottom of the sixth. Outside, full count. Who I thought Billy Hayes might ring that up there, being that this what the score is, and we're at a, what, almost three-hour game here, only in the sixth inning. Now, you know that Billy Hayes' nickname had to be Purple, right? Yeah, had in to his, be. In his athletic career? Had, had to be. Had to be. And he's not H-A-Y-E-S. He's H-A-Z-E. He's the true Purple yes, Hayes. Yes, he is. Swing by Clough and lifted foul down the third baseline. And Billy Hayes is one of the best umpires in the West. So we got a, a good crew chief for this weekend's game. He, uh, If I remember correctly, I think he was also on our crew, our six-man crew, when we were uh, in the regionals two years ago. So he's a really good umpire. So normally when you call out blue to, to the ump, you probably you can call purple and get, a, get away with it with Hayes, right? Yeah, there you go. Hayes crouches behind Dixon, the catcher, and sees that full count offering go high for ball four. So the sacks are juiced here as Clough will trot to first on the walk. And Austin Deming, now the chance to inflict further damage to the Waves' defensive scoreline tonight. 13-7, to BYU leading it by six. And we're still in the bottom of the sixth. Austin Deming at the plate. Tells you what type, type of night that Austin has. So he's got he's two for four. He's got an RBI, but he's also left six guys on base. So he's had chances to really, really have a special night. Pitch one, ball one, one and zero with two gone here in the bottom of the sixth. Deming at the plate. Jacobson at third, Hale at second, Clough at first. So really good speed out there. Outfield's playing normal depth, infield at the normal position. Caught the inside corner one and one. So you said. You said earlier that the, you didn't want to see, because there was a solo shot, the two run and the three run, you didn't want to see a grand slam unless it was a team with white. Well, here's your chance mm -hmm. right yep. here. Here's your chance. Bases loaded, two gone, bottom of the six, one and one to Deming, swing and a miss. One and two, Slattery gets him to go. Yeah, good swing right there by Deming. I like aggressive cuts. Now with two strikes, let's put a ball in play. Find a way. They're pitching him away here. He's got to just take the ball to right field like he did his last time up. 
Jacobson reached on a single, Hale on a single, Clough on a walk, bases loaded. Deming doesn't go at it and sees it go outside for two and two. Two gone here in the bottom of the sixth. BYU 13, Pepperdine 7. Pepperdine came into tonight having lost four of their last six, including a midweek loss non-conference game against uh, UCSB in Malibu. Good gaucho team, as Tuckett notes earlier. Yeah, they're in uh, first place right now in the in the big in the uh, the Big West, which is a really good league. Slattery delivers foul back by Deming, but you win here tonight. You take a two-game lead on Pepperdine in the conference standings, and if Pepperdine's going to be a top-four team, as Coach Littlewood believes, you're going to put yourself even in a firmer position yeah, heading yeah. down the stretch here to make sure you're playing in Stockton at the end of the year. Yeah, it really is. The, the goal is, yeah, you want to win the league, but the, the real goal is you want to get in the top four. Just get to that tournament because then anything anything can happen. And winning tonight really helps you get there. Right-handed hitting Deming. A swing and through the pitch offered by Slattery. A strikeout to end the inning. BYU puts one across and leads by six after six complete. It is BYU 13, Pepperdine 7, our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.